What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Volition. Why not me? I'm Josh. And I'm Colt. And today we got a really special guest with us. It's going to be sweet. We're super excited. Um, before we get into it, we do want to remind everybody, uh, today's the last day to enter the giveaway. So we're giving away the OG Why Not Me hoodie. Also, some dope Travis Scotts. If you haven't heard already, go check out the gram. Follow us. Reshare it on your story. And then tag three friends on there. Um, if you get messages from other people... Uh, that's not us. So we're kind of honored by it, honestly, but we've had a lot of fake accounts reaching out. Um, make sure that like when we do have a winner, we'll be the ones to reach out from our official page. And then we're going to announce that winner on Saturday uh, at 2 p.m. Mountain Center time. All right. So the guy that we're interviewing today, he just recently passed 40K. He's like 43K now. And I felt like I was pretty cool because I was his 10,000 follower. So it's just been so cool to watch this dude blow up. And it's been just awesome in the last few months too yeah so up and rising he's got a deal already with vice which is super sick and then up and coming deal with wilson yep but yeah we got melosi togi sala today big mo well thanks for being here man yeah dude it's thanks for having dope. me so yeah naming all that stuff like that's that's big time bro you've got some dope stuff coming yeah i'm excited for it how's it's, it felt like just the whole thing in general is just it's over, what do you call it? Not overwhelming. It's it's a thing of gratitude just because mm -hmm. I never anticipated this to happen, but it just did. You know what I'm saying? Going, yeah. And so I'm very happy about it. I love it. And Such so, a humble dude, man. This is a good time. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, it's dope. Yeah, bro. So crazy. If you don't know Mo, Mo is just like the best looking Samoan dude you'll ever see. Five four, right? Five foot four. Big old five four Samoan man. Yep, two seventy five. Yeah, this dude, it's so cool because you just would not expect it. But this dude is like the best golfer you'll ever watch. If you haven't seen it already, go check out his Instagram, Melosi Golf. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah, Mo, so sick, so exciting, bro. You're yeah. five four. 275 big dog right big here. Simone man <laughs> and you play golf and you're freaking amazing at it man like why you I mean why not me dude like, let's, go. let's go we up here dog <laughs> like it's me you know and so I, I don't know I just love it you yeah know, the whole thing I'm different I'm unique I think that's another reason why my social media kind of went the way it did mm -hmm was just because I had something different offered than your typical looking stereotypical or stereotype golfer. Yeah. And so that's another big reason why I think I got where I was mm -hmm. is just because of the uniqueness. You know? Let's go. That's me. Yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> so me and Josh, we've tried to make this not such like a sales bro culture, right? Yeah. But obviously you work with Vivint. Yeah. Um, it sounds like that's not necessarily the end goal, obviously, right? Yeah. So what is the end goal? Like what's the big picture and how has Vivint helped you get there? Yeah, dude. It's funny. Over the course of being with Vivint and owing a lot of my success I'm doing now is through Dynasty, like our team, right? Mm -hmm. How you do anything is how you do everything. You know, that's the saying. Yep. But we always often say in Vivint, like, you use Vivint as the vehicle to get where you want to be, right? Exactly. And honestly, for me, the lessons I've learned with Vivint, I will use for the rest of my life, really like through Dynasty of the culture that we've we've kind of built. And I love that our sales team is not your typical oh yeah door to door like sales bro. True that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like the reason why you Colt probably came to sell with us is because it's not your typical like. 
look how much money I make. That's right. It's look how much I can invest. Yeah. Look how much I can better myself individually. And the end goal for me, honestly, is, you know, to take Vivint, use it to build my, my wealth with investments with my wife, taking risk with that money, right? And I'm taking a risk right now with this whole golf stuff. I never expected it to turn out this way. It just happened. And now that it's happening, I got to adapt to it. Yeah. And so, honestly, that's where I'm at. I'm going on. I'm still going to sell in 2024. That's kind of the plan for right mm-hmm. now, to do one more summer. I The thing is, I actually really like the doors. Of course. Just because you think about it, you get five months to grind, <laughs> and you get seven months to live. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then you get seven months to, like, show off like how you can better yourself like what did you learn in that summer to better yourself in the next seven months because we all know that there's two type of sales bros the ones that just dump all their money (laughs) and those that actually make their money work for themselves and they're still going to the gym they're still reading books they're still doing you know their uh, what do you call it they're pursuing their dreams Mm -hmm. on those seven months and that's what i'm doing right now yeah like i would love to do like golf influencing for the rest of my life and you're freaking good at it too. I love it. It's fun. How many years have you done sales so far for those that don't know? Um, this was my fifth summer. Okay. Um, so, well, really, yeah, like my four, because I left my sophomore year. Okay. Like in July. <laughs> I got whipped for a girl, dude. <laughs> I swear. And she turned out to be my wife. So, hey, shout there out, you go. Shout out it. Kelby Page. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gotta love shows. Yeah. Kelby. Kelby. Shout out to Kelby Page, dude. She's the GOAT. And so, love Kelbs. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so doing five summers, and I know that obviously you've been golfing throughout all those years, right? So at what point was it something that you were like, this isn't just a hobby, like I can actually kind of take this far? Yeah. Um, So I started the golf page in October of 2022, right? It was so slow. It took me four months, it's October, November, December, January, Took me like four solid months to get to a thousand followers, hmm. and then from January to now, that's where I have like my forty plus, right? And I think it was at ten k on Instagram when I realized, okay, this could turn into something. I'm just gonna keep, you know, having fun with it. It's a hobby. I'm still going on blitzes. I'm still planning on going out for the summer. It wasn't until I I landed my first deal with Vice Golf when I was like, hey, you know what? This could turn into something. And it wasn't like a crazy amount of money. It's enough money to be like, okay, this could pay my rent. Yeah, that's... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And this is those little deals that I will forever remember that means so much to me. It's like, they took a risk on me at 15K. I'm going to invest into them 110%, you know? That's sick. And so I love Vice. You know, a lot of people... It's crazy. No one's like... Like, even good golfers now, like, is Vice legit? I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, they're good golf balls. And they're... 25 bucks at Walmart. So it's like, go get you some. (laughs) And so, but, and then now it's like, I'm talking with golf club brands like Wilson. That's big time. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a big company. That's a small marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're, that's why they're getting into this, into this uh, space is because us as influencers, we can throw out their stuff more than a pro athlete does. A pro athlete just, you know, has the golf clubs or wears it or uses it exactly but where i'm the one like promoting it like hey guys i just got the new wilson driver check it out yep. got the new wedges check it out like so they're finally starting to realize okay 
that's what he's doing. Right you know on. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so. Did you know it was going to go that direction or was it just something that you just started the Instagram? And yeah. Like, did you start the Instagram knowing that it was going to go that way? No, I didn't. Like, think about it. Like I was saying earlier, we spent five months grinding in the summer. Yeah. And I was like, I live in St. George, Utah. It's <laughs> golf year round and no one knows St. George. So I was like, why not show it off? You know, why not me? And so um, I took the seven months of just purely just posting just to have fun. I have like my, I have my, what do you call it? My influences in the golf world that I want to be like or golf with. And like Garrett Clark, you guys watch Good Good before? No. Like on YouTube, they're big YouTube golfers. Garrett Clark, and then there's a guy named Mac Boucher. He's from Canada. He's a big, you know, big time, you know, he's he's a lefty and he, you know, he's awesome, right? <laughs> Anyways, so I've always wanted to be like them and that's what they do. And they get to golf all these crazy cool courses. And, you know, for me, I, did, I, I just had the expectation of just showing off yeah. St. George and showing off that big fellas can golf as well. Because <laughs> like, you think about it, like, I don't look like a golfer. <laughs> no, that's right, man. And so that's why it's, 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 it's super fun for me. Big mo. <laughs> <laughs> so mo, you talked about how, like, it, it was kind of cool. Somebody took a risk on you, and then that helped you feel like, man, if they're going to put this much confidence in me, like, I got to go prove myself to them now, yeah. right? I kind of wanted to dissect that just a little bit. Yeah. And just, like, before someone was willing to take a risk on you and before you had a sponsor or had anybody reach out to you, like, what was that feeling before of kind of, like, fear, right? Of Yeah, of, like, putting myself out there. Right. Is that what I mean? Um, to be honest, I didn't have much just because I didn't have the intentions of it blowing up. Right? Okay. More so, it was just me sharing what I love. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you guys doing this podcast. You guys love the idea of like showing people, this is your potential. This is what you could turn into. So why not you? Right. For me doing all of it, it just, it kind of just turned into something and something. And it's just that compound effect you know yeah like what books do we all read in this in, in summer right like oh yeah you know um how to win friends and influence people <laughs> takes what it takes yeah you know yep. what i'm saying <laughs> what's that book though that um the compound the compound effect um i can't i think it's like atomic habits oh atomic habits oh, yeah, 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 yeah atomic habits yeah. right and so like that's the thing like with me posting every single day it's just a compound effect of you know the post getting pushed somewhere and then on top of that Another compound effect for me is people saying, I love your videos. Like today yeah. I was golfing up in uh, Wasatch, like Park City area. These kids, like two like teenage boys, drove all the way like Bro. up to like our green. It's like, hey dude, I know you're busy and I know you're golfing. I just want to shake your hand and say, I love your videos. Let's go. I'm just like, you're a, you're a junior in high school. Like the nuts this kid had to come up to me and say it. Because most people honestly will say, hey, like they'll DM me like, Hey, I saw you today. Okay, I was yeah. too scared to come say hi, but I just want to say your stuff is awesome. And I always tell people, come say hi to me, dude. Like, I don't care. Like, I want to meet people, you know? You're the most approachable dude. Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm 5'4". You're probably taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> come say hi. <laughs> like, it's pretty simple. And so, But to answer your question, I really didn't have a lot of, like, fear of being in front of the camera, a fear of, like, putting myself out there. Yep. Because I go through that in the summer. Yeah. Getting out of the car at two o'clock. <laughs> yep. You know, walking up to so that first true. door. Like, you're just like, okay, 
here we go. 20 <laughs> seconds of courage. I'm going right now. You know what I'm saying? Just and send so it. like just sending it. And yep. once you get past that first door, how easy is the day? Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yep. so, and that's another thing with, with sales. I'm already used to rejection. Yeah. I'm already used to getting told no. Yep. And so for this, if someone tells me something like, dude, your videos suck. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> At least you've seen them, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate, yeah, yeah. You've seen it. You, you critiqued yep. it and you know, you take care, man. Like, yep. You know, so now I really didn't have too much of that. And, and really like, what do you have to lose, man? You're doing oh, what yeah. you love to do. I have so much respect for you for that. They're like, you're just literally that. doing you and you found a way to make that a career and yeah. make it be successful for you. I respect that, man. I appreciate that. That's fun. Thank you. Yeah. So you were talking about like public figures that you've looked up to, right? Yeah. In this, what about them made you think like, oh, that's cool. Like I, I want to try that out a little bit. Um, so Mac Boucher, the way he plays golf, I feel so bad because he gets like a lot of not necessarily hate, right? Because he plays golf in such a different way. He'll like hook the ball around, like he play he he play, he doesn't play at your standard like like if I'm hitting on a par three that's 180 yards, I'm aiming at the middle of the green, right, and yeah. just trying to hit it. He's aiming at the like left side bunker, and he's hooking the ball left to right yeah. onto the green. So like he doesn't play golf your traditional you know standard way. And that's what makes him unique, though, is mm-hmm. people will watch his videos and be like, why is he aiming 30 yards to the left? Oh, why is he aiming 20 yards right and he's slicing it, you know? And so I saw him do that. I saw the uniqueness that he was kind of building. Um, I have a huge, you know, respect and love for Good Good, the guys I was telling you about, mm-hmm. right? And I just look at it as, you know, those are, those are people I want to meet one day. And what's so crazy is I like, I can, I actually talk to them now to these people. Like, that's cool. Like we, like we message back and forth more than just like saying, Hey dude, love your videos. Hey, thanks man. It's more like, Hey dude, when can we meet up? Or like I post a story and then they respond like, dude, your swing is looking so good right now. I'm just like, you're reaching out to me. <laughs> yeah. Like what? You know what I'm saying? And then like. Um, do you guys know Steve Cook by chance? I've heard the name, yeah. Yeah, big uh, gym influencer. Uh-huh. Like has like two point three million yep. on on Instagram and stuff like that. Like I have his phone number, you know. That's so it's cool. like that's sweet. Like the people that I meet through all social media, it's it's one of those things that I'm so glad that I took that risk of putting myself out there, even though I didn't have the intentions of it going crazy. Um, now that I actually talk to them on a regular. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, you know, nutting up and doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all it really comes down to. And so, and what's crazy is now that I am am like that type of person, like I have my influencers, Mm -hmm. it's weird to me that I'm someone else's influencers. Like people reach out to me. Hey dude, how can I do this? How can I do that? I did that last week. Yeah, Yeah. we're reaching out to you. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's the thing. It's like, I feel so humble and grateful that now I'm in that position, in that hot seat where people are like, dude, how did you do that? And I tell them like what I would do different, you know, if I could start from ground zero again, how could I reach 10K followers faster? Like it took me, what was crazy is I got the first 1,000 followers January 22nd. It took me one month to get 10K. That's wild. But it's because I capitalized on posting two to three times a day. Okay, yeah. Like that's what you have to do in this game. And if you want to blow up in social media is 
you just have to post content, content, content. Which is a risk. Like, yeah. It's kind of scary to put yourself out there that much. Yeah, because like you're like, man, dude, I spent two hours editing this video and it only got 300 <laughs> views 20 likes get out of here bro like yep. like those are the times where you're just like man is this worth it and i remember those times and the thing is i never had like i said before i never had the intentions of it to blow up and i think that's why it blew up is because i was doing it out of pure love and like just excitement like i get excited to post i love that and so yeah it's just that's what i like about the influencing part is those guys were a big influence for me and I'm so glad that I get to be an influence for someone else. Yeah. It's just such a, a good feeling. For sure. So. So, Mo, was it Mac Boucher and Garrett Clark were the ones that got you into golf originally? Or what got you started in golf? Or, like, what lit the passion to begin with? So, I was five years old. Well, probably younger than that. But I, my dad says, oh, you're, like, five or something like that. Okay. It was him. My dad's the one who got me into golf. Um, baseball has always been my number one sport. I've always been the best at baseball. I actually did not know that. Really? Mm. Yeah. Big baseball guy over here. Third base. <laughs> hey, I was third base. Oh, Let's nice. Go. Put us in the hot spot, Let's go. dude. That's, that's where, that's where, uh, big dogs go. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I played baseball growing up and I owe a lot of my speed in golf to baseball. Yeah. And if you do play baseball and you can learn how to, you know, get your timing down in golf, it's crazy how far you could hit the ball stupid amount you know but anyways my dad got me into golf and it wasn't till i was 15 years old i had a hip replacement like a full bionic hip replacement right when i was like all right i don't know if i could play you know not necessarily baseball but like any kind of contact sport mm -hmm. and i remember having a conversation with my dad he's like which one do you want to play in college golf all right let's go 110 percent to golf and it wasn't until like my freshman year, you know, like ninth grade when I was like, okay, golf it is. And so, and then Garrett and Mac Boucher, they're the reason why I got into doing golf um, content. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. One, one person that just came to my mind while you were talking is your brother. Yeah. What's, what's his name again? Max. Max. That's yeah. right. Max. So tell, tell us a little bit about Max. Cause I've seen some of the videos and his posts and like, you just can't help but just be so inspired by yeah. that guy. Yeah. The legend. So Maxie, my little brother, he, in 2022, February 19th, he got in a ski accident up at Sun Valley. You guys know where that is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he got in a ski accident. He hit like a little kicker or uh, what do you call it? Uh, a cat track. And he just caught ice, flew off a cliff kind of thing, landed on his, on his heels of his skis and his back just compressed. And so he came, became paralyzed. Um, I think it's a T12 fracture anyway so he's paralyzed from the waist down at 19 years old or no 18 because he was still in high school at the time 18 years old um and it was it was crazy and so him and i were he was he was signed to go play college golf um for one year and then go on a mission and it's just it's it's crazy how his life just flipped like that you know what i'm saying and the fact that he puts all his faith and his love and his passions, you know, he's like, Heavenly Father put me here. That's where I'm going to be. And that's, I'm going to be happy. And in our family, like, we have, like, a really big belief that everything's in God's hands. No matter what happens in life, you will always be loved, protected, and guided through him. And so Max, he kind of took that into, you know, the uh, extreme extent of it, you know, where... Any night, any eighteen year old that gets paralyzed, you're gonna be like, man, dude, 
bitter about it. Yeah, screw this. Why, like, why does this happen to me? And Maxie says, why not me? I'll take the heat. I want this. And now he, he tells us all the time, I don't know what I would be doing if I was, you know, standing. I couldn't see my life anymore like that. Just because he's so happy about it, you know, he gets to spread hope to everyone else who has like that um, bitterness of, you know, why does this happen to me? This is your little brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's my me, my two sisters, and my little brother. And so it's super cool. He's a crazy good golfer right now. He was definitely um, probably better than me at, at points in his golfing, like his senior year compared to my senior year. That looked painful. To it, say. It, it did. Don't it worry, really we, did. Can, we can cut that. Mo. Yeah, and so like it hurts sometimes, but he's a he dude. He's a damn good golfer. He he's really good. And even now that he's in a in a wheelchair, we got him like a Verticat or like a yeah like a Paramobile or yeah, whatever it is. That. He stands all the way up and he hits the ball just his upper body. He's like he, one hand you hitting it, right? Two hands, yeah. Oh, he, he's he, yeah, he okay. has like, he like he has most of his core. Okay. Um, but it's crazy to think dude, like if you guys couldn't feel like your waist down, think about it, you wouldn't know when you had to go pee, when yeah. you had to go like, you know, take a bath. Yeah. Like like that's the stuff that like blew me away. Like he has <laughs> to have scheduled like like poops. Oh, that's terrible. Like think about it, like like everything you feel underneath, gone. Yeah, <laughs> like I still punch him in the leg. I'm like, is it? Are they working? Like, you faking it? You know? Are you sure these are numb? Yeah, dog, you lying? No, no. But it's it's cool just to see how he's changed so much in the last year. A lot of maturing, mm-hmm. you know, and just putting his faith in our heavenly Father. You know, that's the biggest thing you can do in in situations like that. And so, it's yeah, awesome. it's cool to see how he's taken like yeah. a tough situation. And all I know from him is like, he's your brother, obviously, yeah. and he's just like the happiest, most optimistic yeah. person. And just still going for it, even though yeah. he could be really mad about it. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool, too. Like, I I pointed this out a couple episodes ago, but just, like, felt the spirit when you're talking about your little brother, too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's fun to, like, joke around and stuff, and, like, it hurt to say he's better than you in yeah. some ways, right? But I love that, and that's what Volition is about, is, like, why why not me, right? Yep. And uh, you talked about how he took a trial, and it's, it's easy to question yourself and think like, and why would this happen to me? Um, I think that's a huge example of, of what we're trying to share here, that he took such a huge trial and turned yep. that into something that just made him a legend now. Yep, 100%. It's so cool. It's fun. It's cool to see, especially being an older brother. Yeah. So, dang it, dude. Like, I'm, I feel bad for him, but at the same time, it's like, I'm really proud of you for, for being the way you are. Yeah. So... Yeah, and that doesn't just happen. It says a lot about your family and your guys' yeah. faith and just how, how much you guys are there for each other. So um, what other ways have you seen, like, you going and pursuing golf influence other people specifically? Like, can you give us a couple examples? Yeah, um, not only in, like, the actual, like, content space, but, like, people, like, message me a lot. And this is where I'm super grateful that I have never quit on myself. People say, hey, dude watching you golf makes me want to golf again. I quit mm. 10 years ago because I hated it. I'm like, what? Why'd you hate it? I just, I was never good, okay? Uh, we're not, we're, you're not supposed to be good. Like, you're supposed to learn, get better, and get better. Like, 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 how much time did you put into it? Well, I only practice once a week. There you go. <laughs> golf would be a lot easier if you practice more than one time a week. And so for me, I get a lot of people messaging me because like, I get like 
I get probably like close to like 60 to 70 DMs a day. Jeez. And I try so hard to respond to them all. Mm-hmm. Just because like if people took the time to message me to say thank you for your video, I'm going to take the time to say thank you for watching. You know? Yeah. And it's also just one of those things that I want to be known as the guy that's the same on camera as he is off camera. Yeah. Like that's my big thing. And I don't want to be the guy that's like at 100K. It's like, sorry, I don't respond to you. Like you're, you're little. Like, that's not <laughs> yeah. me. You know, like I want to be the guy that's like the same as he is at 100K as he is at 1,000. Mm-hmm. And so, and but you yeah. You definitely are that guy. And I'm hoping oh, that I can keep that. So I appreciate definitely. that. Um, but yeah, I get a lot of people that say like, like thank you for, for uh, golfing. I get to watch golf through you, especially during like the winter times, like where you guys are in Idaho, you can't golf. People out there that are like super big golf fans and they can't play, they watch. Like that's their entertainment. I'm yeah. their entertainment. It's like, like I had a lot of people up in Richfield, Utah I said, hey, did you post yet? Like they'll text me. When are you going to post today? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. dude, it's it's two o'clock. You know, I, I post at three. He's like, well, let us know. I'm like, all right, you'll see it. That's I mean, so cool. I don't need to let you know. You'll see it. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Turn on the bell. <laughs> yep. And so um, that's, a, that's a really big like thing for me where I'm just like, I'm glad I didn't quit. Yeah. And especially a lot of bigger fellas reach out to me all the time. Hey, dude, how do you do this? What kind of stretches do you do? You know, what do you do at the gym? Why do you do this? Why do you do that? And it's just, you know, it's it's kind of it makes me feel good to get people out of their out of their uh, zone, their comfort zone, to get back into golf. Yeah. And so we were we were golfing the other day, like this week, earlier this week, with our wives and. Uh, we were just talking about, we're like, man, when Mo goes to swing, I think his hips kind of do this a little bit. And then <laughs> like, okay, so maybe we need to try to do this. So yeah. we're working on it, man. So I we appreciate it. you leading us to You are a huge reason why we're taking yeah. golf up. Not Dude, even I huge. appreciate that. That's nice. I love it. I love Yo, it. Yeah. But I did, I did want to ask you, obviously, like I would assume 40K followers on Instagram wasn't the goal, right? Like you haven't, yeah, no. you haven't reached your potential, like mm-hmm. you, you haven't arrived um, what obstacles do you see in the like near future and like the distant future that you're going to have to overcome? And like, how are you kind of planning right now to do that? I think the biggest thing for me coming up is time. Um, cause I golf right now probably three to five times a week. Like I golf a lot, so fun. which is awesome. And I, I cherish it. Right. But I think my biggest obstacle next is I'm going to have to replace those I say I have to play only three times a week. I'm gonna have to take those other two days of I would normally play and edit. Mm. That's gonna be my next big thing is because cool. I'm going into YouTube and a YouTube video. Think about how long does it take to edit like a reel, like just one, like a thirty second reel. How long does it take? Probably for like you? an hour. Probably like an hour. Okay. So imagine it takes um, an hour to edit a thirty second video. How long do you think it's going to take you to edit a 24-minute video or 25-minute yeah. video? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a grind. And I'm using Adobe now, which is a whole different ballgame of editing because I'm using like Premiere Pro, After Effects, and it's just like, dude, it's tough. Yeah. And so I put a lot of time recently into like watching YouTube videos of how other people do it. And yeah. it's just, that's going to be my, my biggest obstacle. And the only way I'm preparing now is I'm learning how to do the the small stuff and i know the big stuff will come when it comes right yeah and so we were talking about that earlier like it you don't expect doing a podcast takes so much time and money and like this is if you don't know this this is like our fourth 
set of equipment for podcast stuff <laughs> just because mm-hmm. you think it's going to be so easy and then it's like you get into it and it's not anything you expect it to be and so for you obviously going into it you had a passion for it but how did you figure out how to do like all all the things that it takes to run your account um i remember i reached out to mac boucher one time like my biggest influence in golf i'm like hey dude how do i do it he's like honestly just post i'm like yeah yeah but how <laughs> do i do it like like give me like the details details he's like just make sure you have a shot tracer on it and be you so all right cool the most simple advice, yeah. but it was the best advice I could have heard because now everything I do revolves around that. Mm-hmm. Putting a shot tracer on a video, like the where you can see the ball, because yeah. people love that. So satisfying to it watch is. it. Because <laughs> you're like, okay, there's the ball, right? Yep. Or it's like, okay, the ball landed over there, you know? Um, and then, of course, just being you, mm-hmm. being the person you are, that's really what like was probably the best advice he gave me. Because that's the advice I give to everyone else. Yeah. How do I do this? How to do that? Dude, just be you. Yeah. Post two to three. And I tell people a little more details of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like post two to three times a day. Um, don't worry about quality. Quality will come. But you need people to watch your videos mm-hmm. in order to get quality, you know. So it's like don't spend a crazy amount of time on, you know, the 50 to 200 people that are following you. Once you start getting to like, you know, 10K, 20K, that's when you got to kind of get a little bit more detail with your videos yeah. and like how you do them, take out all the fluff, you know, don't make it like prolong it. Mm-hmm. Just be simple, quick. And that's what will kind of go big for you. Yeah. So that's probably like the best thing that I've like had to manage with it and editing. I have a, everything I've been given with golf stuff. It's kind of free. <laughs> like... My driver was free. My irons, my irons, I paid for them, but I only paid five hundred bucks for my irons, and I customized them just because kind of, I got a crazy good deal on it. Um, but all my wardrobe, free, yeah. like <laughs> it's just, it's crazy, right? And that's the one thing that I just did not expect is how much money people throw at you. Like you guys, like once you guys get to that point where you're starting to get like sponsors in your videos mm-hmm. and you're going to be like, oh crap, we got to like mention like, hey guys, thanks. This, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Monster, right? Yeah. They sent us, you know, and they'll send you guys boxes of Monsters with like a thank you card and you'll, you'll be surprised like when it comes and it comes Can't hard. wait for that day, man. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll make sure we tag Monster in this. Yeah. yeah. Monster. <laughs> we're the first Monster, right? Yeah. And so it's just like it's just it's crazy yeah how it just comes at you and so i would say that's probably one of the biggest reasons why people don't do something like that is because they're like i don't know how to edit videos or i don't know how to like make it look good or what apps to use and i'm sure it was the same for you at the beginning where you probably got some random app and you didn't like it so you got a different one right what was that process like so i started out i i i looked up shot tracer pro on my computer and i noticed that's what other people are doing so I'm like, all right, I'll just run with this and I'll tweak it to look better on mine. So I just like, I made it thinner. It looks like the ones off Good Good, yeah. like Adobe After Effects and stuff, but it really wasn't. Um, but yeah, I, I downloaded CapCut. That was like the first app I used. And guess what? I still use it. <laughs> I do. And so, but for YouTube, I use Premiere Pro just because they're longer videos, they're horizontal. Um, but other than that, yeah, dude. Uh, Shot Tracer Pro is what I use for 
my shot tracers, like the golf shots, and then I throw everything into uh, CapCut. Yeah. And I film everything on my phone, literally. Turn it to 4K, 30 FPS. Works good enough right now. It works good enough. And I bought a camera, right? And that camera is for YouTube. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's so fast. I've gotten so fast at using just my phone. Angles, you know. But yeah, editing took me a minute to like kind of learn. Because all I did was I watched Mac Boucher's videos. I watched Garrett Clark videos. I'm like, hey, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Let me watch it. 10 more times and then let's go try our best to make it look exactly like that. I'm really good at copy and pasting. <laughs> Shout out to all my high school friends. Well, <laughs> you you're really good at like you you just pull people to you, right? Yeah. Uh, you're like a you're really easy to approach like I said and you're just like a humble, just happy going dude. Um, I do you've talked a lot about like the certain skills and like the things you've used to to blow up to where you are now. I want to dig just a little bit deeper. And ask, like, with what you talked about with your family a little bit, that faith is a pretty big role for you guys. Um, Other than, like, the skills you've learned in sales or in golf or in social media, whatever it is, how have you used faith to anchor anchor you and then to also, like, get you through hard times or rejection? Well, I learned a lot of that on my mission. I don't, know if, I don't know if you guys knew I served a mission. Where I think you, you serve? I, I served do, in yeah. El Salvador. Right on. So I was there from 2015 to 2017. El Salvador, San Salvador East, for those that serve there, right? Um, one, it was the most beautiful country in the world. I love El Salvador. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, Can my you say first, that one more time? Yeah, that was smooth. El Salvador. <laughs> yeah, just, it was the most amazing just, place. I loved it, right? <laughs> Um, it's crazy. And did you guys serve in like, were you, uh, like foreign languages? Tahiti. Yeah. Tahiti? Tahiti. English. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's good, dude. So then you would probably not understand this as much as probably we do. My first six, uh, no, my first, let me see. A transfer is a month and a half, six mm-hmm. weeks, right? Yeah, six weeks. So my first four transfers, I was only English speaker in my district. Oh man. Right. My mission president straight from Guatemala. The only English I spoke was on Monday to my family. <laughs> oh, that'd be so tough. So when faith comes to a play in my in my personal life, I had to learn a lot of it on my mission when I was an 18-year-old, not knowing where the hell I'm at. Like, <laughs> dude, like, I'm in this country where, in El Salvador, if you guys ever look it up, it's like one of the most dangerous countries in yeah. the world. Like, in 2016, it was ranked the top country for most dangerous mission in the in the world. Oh, wow. So, shout out El Salvador. (laughs) And so, anyways, but like, you know, like you'd be walking around the streets, a foreign country, you see like, you know, you see a couple dead people, you know, just in the gutters, and you're just like, well, there's that, you know? Jeez. Um, But I put a lot of my faith on my mission when I was going through the language barrier, Mm -hmm. just because like, you feel like you're so alone. You're just like, what the heck, dude? Like, why am I even out here? It wasn't until my dad um, sent me an email. He's like, hey, dude, just want to let you know coming home is not an option. Like, you're there. Are you going to quit a round of golf if you're playing bad? (laughs) No. And we have this, my dad and I, we have like this motto. It's like play play every every decision you make, right? Or what do you call it? The thing is like with my dad, let me re-say this. With my dad, right, we have like this saying, play every hole shot by shot right? Mm-hmm. Whenever you're selling, knocking doors, you're going door by door. You're not going like, 
all right, dude, I, you know, you don't think about in the next few hours, I'm going to do this or all oh, dude need five to the end. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, you're not going to be thinking of the day yesterday. Cause that's in the past. Like, dude, yesterday was so bad. You're going to just drag that momentum into this next day. And that's bad momentum. Right. Yeah. But on my mission, um, I was just playing every day, shot by shot, hole by hole. And that's what got me through like those tough times is just like, this companion I have, I know you don't understand a single thing I'm saying, but I love you. You love me. Let's go help others. Let them know that Jesus loves them. You know what I'm saying? And so on my, is that? Yeah, no, we're good. Okay, good. Um, so like, yeah, like I was just like, my faith was built so much on my mission and it was even built more when I had a convert get murdered. Wow. It hurts so hard. Because now, like, I deal with death so weird compared to others. I don't mourn like others mourn. Like, I'm just like, okay, it happened. Thank you for, you know, like, I'm like, you're now you are that much closer to seeing your Heavenly Father. Like, that is a blessing if you think about it, right? But on my mission, it was so hard. Because think about it, as a 19-year-old, you just converted a 44-year-old single man into the greatest and most beautiful... Um, I don't want to say religion, but like um, gospel, like you just shared your testimony and your love to them. And next thing you know, a week later, they pass away just because of one, he missed one bus stop. So in El Salvador, they have lines. There's MS-13 and then there's 18, like it's like a gang, right? Mm -hmm. So he lives in the district of MS-13. He missed his bus stop and it went through to 18. So when he got off the bus, they always have gang members there ready to like approach if they know and this guy his his uh, uncle was a cop everyone knows like the police officers out there and so when they saw him like all right that's him right in the face so it sucked because when i got the news because he was supposed to get the the ironic priesthood and it just hurt so bad that was that was one death that just like stung that stung and so I think about it, dude, you're a nineteen year old kid, and you're like, Oh, why does the Heavenly Father do this to such innocent people? But you never know. You know, it's just his plan for everyone is just it's un it's like what do you call it? It's uncomprehendable. Yeah. But into his eyes, it's perfect. We're not perfect. <laughs> right? And so my faith was built a lot on my mission and I owe everything that I do now to my mission. When I'm selling, like, okay, dude, don't be in a piss poor attitude just because you haven't sold today. Go on and you can change. You can change your whole day with one simple prayer. Yeah. It's so true. That is so facts. Like, just a quick 15 second prayer of gratitude, though. Not even saying, please bless me. Please Mm -hmm. help me sell today. Please help me find someone to talk to. It's, Father, thank you for putting me in this situation. Thank you for make me feel the way I do now. I'm going to make you proud today. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Boom. That's so true. That probably like three or four times this summer when I was like feeling down, yeah. go sit on the curb for just a second because I hate sitting on curves, but yeah. sit on the curb for like 10 seconds, say a little prayer, and I sold the next door probably like four or five times. Yeah, dude. It's like one of those things where you just put your faith in him and you just say thank you. Yep. Yeah. So it happens a lot. That's cool. Thanks for sharing that, bro. Yeah. yeah. Something I do love about you, Timo, is that it's not just like a motto. You, 
you before you even mentioned about what you and your dad say about like play each hole shot by shot mm-hmm. you talked about having to learn new equipment and like it was just focus on the little things and then the big things will come right yeah like that's so true that we just have to like almost be tunnel visioned on the next step right yeah. if you try and focus too far ahead of you you just get lost and like it's it's easy to do it could be overwhelming but yeah. I love that you're true to that. It's not just a, a quote that you're saying or just something to sound cool. That's who you are. You literally yeah. do look at each next step one at a time. Yep. I love it. It's definitely a good thing to live by. Yeah. You really do wear your heart on your sleeve. Like you were saying, like you, you don't want to be the guy that's blown up and just thinks everyone's small. Yep. You do a really good job of that, of just being yourself. I appreciate what that. You, what you see here, what you see on your Instagram, what you see when you're just hanging out in a hotel room at, in some weird small Texas Oh, in Laredo, city. Texas. <laughs> That's when just, I first met, I think it was Colton. And, no, because I, I met you last year yeah. when you came out. My first time meeting Colton was in Laredo, Texas, dude. His first ever blitz for yeah. the sales. <laughs> Yep, let's oh, go. Oh man, what did you think of like sales like with us with Vivint when you first started? Man, I just was like pretty open-minded to be honest. I really? was like clean slate. I, the team was huge, so I was kind of intimidated by people. Yeah. Especially like honestly people like you that you just like I've told you in this podcast how many times I think you're just super approachable. Yeah. But you just are like that person that people like. So I'm like, man, he's he's too cool. Like I can't talk to that guy, right? <laughs> So it's just there's a we have a ton of people in Dynasty with us that mm-hmm. are absolute just legends, mm-hmm. and it's almost intimidating to be around those guys. That's true. And, until you get to know them, yeah. Then it's like you get to know them. Everybody just wants you to be around them. They want to like talk to you. They want to share. So it was cool to like yeah. see the culture. I found out fast what it was. Yeah, that's true. And it makes it easier. Yeah. It was even funny like with Josh like being like the guy he is like with the job. It's like. <laughs> Every, like, like, you know who talks about you all the time is Slips. I love Slips. Slips is a dog, <laughs> right? But he's slips, always like, hey, dude, how does Josh do it? I'm like, dude, he's not thinking. He's just working. <laughs> like, that's like, and it's funny, like, in, Lare- in uh, Lubbock, dude, can't tell you how many times, like, in meeting, I'm like, okay, guys, listen, you guys think Josh has some secret sauce. <laughs> he doesn't. He just works. It's as simple as that, like. He just puts his head down. He knocks the door. He says, hey, my name's Josh. <laughs> it's those, the, the freaking knuckles, dude. It's like, knuckles, who knuckles, dude? Like, a freaking 50-year-old Maria, like, Guadalupe. It's like, oh, oh you don't speak English? Uh, bueno. <laughs> bro, Maria's getting the knuckles, bro. Hola, Maria. Oh, tortillas? Ah. Oh, the elbow. Sorry. Bro. She's like, ah, I'm, I just washed the dishes. Oh, here you go. I know that's Josh, dude. I guarantee you do the same thing. Bro. I do, bro. Dude, I'm it's guilty. the nuts that kills me because I'm a handshaker. I'm like, hey, doing? You know, like, I'm a handshaker. My you know? hands are too sweaty for that. Ah, that's why you're a knuckle guy. Big knuckle Big guy. Big knuckle guy. I love that. I love that. So... Oh yeah, but yeah, dude, it's just uh, it's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? And so, it's fun. Yeah, cool. Oh, well, I was just talking. So a th- a thing that like I know just before we you know we finish, but I've always I've always wondered like with people who would like invite you know me to come on their podcast, like why did you guys even do this? <laughs> like why are you guys starting this when you you both are very successful and you know with Vivid and with Dynasty like. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, why did you guys start this podcast? That's a good question. We don't get asked that very often. Um, I would say, like, growing up, for me at least, growing up seeing 
my brother, super successful basketball player, Jesse Wade, Olivia, super successful soccer player, Mm -hmm. blowing up for BYU right now. Both my parents played college basketball. And then I I honestly was just the kind of the odd one out. (laughs) I played high school basketball, but just it wasn't like super great at anything, Mm -hmm. but wasn't like bad at what I did. And then coming back from the mission, doing sales, I I was I did like pretty well my first year. He did great. Let's just put that <laughs> out there. He's gonna he's he's gonna put himself below his standard, but he he killed it. Yeah, I'll say it for him. Thanks, him bro. and Colt, insane dogs. Continue. <laughs> it was just more um, after the first summer when we were, were out for um, for extension, we were in Elko, Nevada, and. I had a pretty good four days there. I think I did like 16 accounts. And so once I did that in like four days, I was like, dang, like that's, that's actually like pretty cool. I can actually do this mm-hmm. and not just do it all right, but I can, I can be like a Jaden Howe. You yeah. know, like knowing Jaden Howe was in our partnership, seeing how much he was blown up. I was like, dang, like if he's doing it, why not me? Yeah. And so just that, that kind of like stuck. And then the reason to start this up was just, having a lot of people see that mental switch and seeing that, Hey, there was something that changed. Like what was that? And just knowing and seeing that, Hey, the only thing that's holding me back is myself. Yep. And then uh, one of the main reasons for, for me wanting to, to like prove something to myself was we were at some meeting and Danica, Davy Adams wife, she was introducing me to people and um, she was introducing me to people for them to like know who I was, yeah. right? And so growing up my whole life being Jesse Wade's little brother, like I've, I've always worn that title on my sleeve. Like I'm very proud of my yeah. brother and everything that he's accomplished. But she was introducing me to everyone and was like, hey, this is Jesse Wade's little brother, right? Mm-hmm. To everybody. But the moment it became kind of like something that really kinda pushed me. Hit. Yeah, it hit different when she said, this is Jesse Wade's little brother's wife when she was introducing my wife, Sydney. Mm-hmm. And that was when it was like, come this this time next year, people are going to know who I am and people are going to know her name is Sydney. Yeah. It's like, I'm Josh Wade. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny in our family, my sister, my younger sister, Soraya, she was always known as Melosi's, uh, like, like little sister or something like that. There you go. Oh, your brother's Melosi, right? Maxie, the same thing. Cause he played golf. Uh-huh. It's always this, but you know, what's crazy now that the way he is, I'm now the ones like, Oh, you're Max's uh, like older brother, right? Melosi. I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> like, it's so cool to be in a, in a different role, but like, I love that. Thanks, bro. What about you, Colt? So honestly, it's a pretty similar thing. Just what pulled me into this specifically is the passion of like building a community that believes the same way, right? Yeah. Like, for me personally, I needed a Josh Wade in my life to pull out like the courage in me yeah. to like take the next step and like to take a risk, right? Mm-hmm. I've always been somebody that just kind of plays things safe. Um, and like, if it's if it's too big of a risk, it's just don't take it, right? Yeah. And so I talked about like in former podcasts of just like, I was going to go to school, I was going to be like a doctor. And I, I went that way for a long time. Um, just because that seemed like a pretty safe route to go. Mm-hmm. But I needed somebody in my life that was like, like, you can do this, man. Like, if that's not your dream, then why are you going that way, right? Yeah. And so I made that call to switch paths and, like, switch over to a riskier option. Um, but just having the community that we can now build mm-hmm. of people like Big Mo, people like Josh, people like 
Caden Frost and people that we're going to continue to interview, Jaden Howell, everybody that comes on this show are people that we believe are already like exemplifying that potential. Uh, potential. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're part of this community already of, you know what? I feel comfortable risking it knowing that these people believe in me. Yeah. And like you said earlier, if, if people are going to believe in you, you need to go prove it to them. Yeah. Right. So that, that's for me. I love that. I think for everyone, I think for everyone watching this, uh, podcast and following along, I think you guys need to know that why not me should always become a thing of you can do it, right? Is not, not necessarily, you know, like giving up when times get hard. It's those are the times where you can say, I'm glad it's me, you know, like, oh, why me? No, I'm glad it's me. Cause that's when you become your potential. That's when your potential hits is you push through the hard stuff. And so I love what you guys are doing. I think you guys are going to blow up crazy. <laughs> Thanks, And um, if you guys haven't seen their hoodies, make sure you go check them out. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, Let's my mom, go. she loves it. I Oh, that's what I'm going to say. I need to get one of these for my little brother. Because oh, my mom yeah. wants one for him. This, the why not me? Because he's in a wheelchair. Like, what? Let's get him one. No, but no, dude. I think, I think what you guys are doing is awesome. Thanks, bro. You guys are definitely going to blow it up. Thanks, and um, the why not me could not be a more perfect... Um, statement but title Thanks, I really do appreciate you guys for having me on here Thanks. we're That's so fun. happy you're here bro love you love you guys too. Love you, man. let's go let's go